Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Oh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I lost my way on the way to the studio, never passed the printer. I've got no notes. <laughs> oh, flying blind. I did tell you about the guy I saw at the bus stop yesterday. Did I tell you that? No. Ooh, I was driving by a bus stop at a very, very busy intersection at a very popular Southside shopping center. Okay. Do you know what I'm referring to? I think so. And there was a guy sitting on the bus bench, like he was waiting for the bus, but every car, he was holding up a pair of women's underwear and thrusting them out, like showing every, and making eye contact with everybody, like he was showing off these, this pair of panties. Of unmentionables. He was thrusting them out there, like beaming with pride, like Mufasa on top of Pride Rock, showing off Simba for the very first time. (laughs) That's what it felt like. Oh, no. And I'm thinking to myself, ooh, I wonder who the lucky person is who gets to sit next to that guy on the bus because... Like when he's making eye contact with everybody who goes by and wanting to show them this, you know, he didn't just pay his fare and quietly tuck those into his pocket on the bus. No, discretion is not the name of his game. Hmm. I wonder you, if those were purchased or are they a souvenir? Uh, uh, no, that's the first thing that went through my mind because I'm like, oh my God, did he steal those? And I could see, like, I was close enough, and he was showing them to me through the way. I was sitting at the, the light, and I'm like, I don't know where to look. I could see that it had the tags on them still. Oh, boy. But they were purple. They were very, very tiny, and they had a tag on them. <laughs> so he was, The longest red light of your life. Oh, what, can you imagine, though? First of all, being a bus driver, like the stuff that you would encounter, it's a dangerous job now. Oh, my God. And the people you'd have to deal with. Yeah, like you'd have to, like I said, I guarantee you that guy didn't just put those away when he got on the bus. You would probably have to park the bus, stand up and go back and say, hey, put those away. 99% of people who ride a bus are quiet, keeping themselves reading, listening to music, but that 1% makes your life really tough. Uh Uh-huh. Also, I was thinking about the people back at Underpants City or wherever he bought those or took them from. Like... Clearly, he's roaming the aisles alone in there, I would think. And, like, do you do you approach a customer like that and go, hey, what's your business here? Or do you just let him do his thing? You buying those for your sweetie? Or? Yeah, you seem kind of proud of those. Just beaming with pride. He sure was. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah, where do you look? You can't look away. <laughs> no. It was like... I don't know if that light was really long or if it just felt like the longest half hour in my life while I sat there waiting for the green light. But man, man, oh man, he wouldn't back down from me until I acknowledged him. And then as soon as I nodded, like, oh God, yeah, he went on to somebody else. It's like he just wanted you to acknowledge. Look what I got. Uh, I do remember a time though, in this province, I would say 15 years ago, when life was really good, when uh, you could go up north. 
make a lot of money. Oh, I thought you meant when you were young and you still had your future. Oh, no, this has nothing to do. I was not successful at that time. Okay. But other people in this province were. And do you remember a thing where guys in their truck would hang uh, oh, their my. girls' unmentionables from their rearview mirror? Yeah. And that was a thing for quite a while? That, but was that their girlfriends or was that something they picked up from a, a peeler bar from a stripper? I think uh, probably a little column A, a little column B. Yeah, what a weird place to showcase that. Yeah, you're like, yep, look at the mountain I climbed. <laughs> look at these <laughs> uncharted territories I'm going in. <sighs> Just showing off your prizes for the world to see. That was a pretty gross time in our history, mm-hmm. 15 years ago. Now I feel kind of judgmental about the guy with the purple women's underpants. Because have you ever been standing in the liquor store and you're like, oh my God, Bud Light is on sale. And next thing you know, you're texting all your friends. Maybe he just got a great deal on those panties and he wanted everybody to know. He's swimming in so many savings right now. He wants to share the wealth. He wants everybody to be swimming in those savings. I've been a judgmental bastard. Yeah, maybe he's just really proud of himself. And it's funny because in that same shopping area, there are still people from time to time you see their job is just to hold a sign to direct you to a sale. Yes. Maybe that's what he was doing. Panty City. Yeah. He's going about it in a weird way, but. (laughs) He was sitting on a bus bench. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. I I don't think he was swimming in savings. (laughs) You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Jobs. We're like career counselors, aren't we? Pretty much. We're like guidance counselors. Yeah, if it's one thing you should trust me with, it's uh, your future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember when you used to have yours? My future? <laughs> no. It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Oh, remember this text from yesterday? It came in late in the show, and I tried to get the person on the radio, but they're like, no, they wouldn't come on the radio. But we were talking about uh, really slack jobs, career opportunities for people who are, you know, alternatively motivated, lazy. And this person said, I once had a job robbing, robbing, <laughs> let me start again. I once had a job robbing Subway restaurants so the staff could learn procedure. Huh. I would walk in and pretend to rob it. I must have mocked, robbed a dozen Subways. And like I said, I asked them to come on the radio and explain themselves, and they said no. Uh, But they did text back, and they said they had a friend who was a regional manager, and that person was the one hiring them to fake rob the restaurants. Now, this, for me, reeks of BS. It kind of does to me, too. Because there were people who texted in just a couple weeks ago, and were talking about how they were paid to kind of shoplift. Yeah, Canadian Tire. At Canadian Tires and stores like that. And that makes more sense when you're stealing a hammer or some air fresheners or a back scratcher or looney tunes car mat yes but when you're robbing a subway the only thing you can take is money which means you're probably yeah showing a knife or a fake like you are holding these people it's up. a violent crime <laughs> even if you don't produce a weapon that uh, an armed a robbery is a violent crime and it scars the people behind the counter emotionally yeah so when you fake rob a 16 year old working behind the counter at a subway that's gonna bend their frame even if they find out after like oh that was just for fun oh that was a that was, oh, a, that was a laugh and then they high five and get on with their day uh th- that to me just sounds like a surefire way to to get beaten senseless by concerned citizens 
who decide to take matters into their own hands. Some vigilantism. Yes. And what does it say about, uh, I don't think I want to work for someone whose idea of training me for these types of situations is to fake rob me. (laughs) So has anyone ever heard of this before? Is this BS? Because my detector's going off. Someone says maybe you just order your sub and run. But don't mm. they? They don't even hand it to you until you pay, don't they? I don't know. I once had a job robbing Subway restaurants so staff could learn procedure. Someone Maybe said, by robbing, they go in there with their own cup and they fill a fountain drink and sprint. Ooh, I don't know. I've done that crime. Ooh. Uh, I managed Subway for six years. They would never approve of that. Yeah, no. I, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. Uh, no chance. I don't buy it. No, neither do I. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We were talking about great career opportunities, job opportunities, business opportunities for lazy people. Pardon me. Uh, alternatively motivated people. Motivationally challenged. Yeah, there we go. Uh, and somebody just texted, I don't know what this career is, but it. what I'm going to read to you is probably going to upset some people that are in this line of work and maybe somebody can explain to me what a power engineer is. It says, talking about jobs for the lazy, I would recommend power engineering. Now that I'm past the grunt level of running around and into the Homer Simpson side of the job, I spend my 12-hour shifts surfing the internet, watching different streaming services, and or reading whatever novel I have picked up. On top of that, my annual pay is modest way into six figures. I don't think even the power pole counter has it this easy. Jason. Huh. So, yeah, somebody texted the show yesterday and said they got paid to count power power poles in BC. Got paid $2 a pole. $2 a pole? You get paid per pole? That looks out my window now and I can see, like... Oh, there you go. You just got yourself $18, Bryce. There you go. (laughs) I can see a bunch out the window. Yeah, that would be that's a dream job. Just driving around in the county in the country counting poles. Oh, I could do that. But anyway, power engineering. What is power engineering? I'm sure it's an important job. I just Googleified it. And uh it's a subfield of electrical engineering that deals with the generation, transmission, distribution, and utilization of electrical power. Oh. What? I don't even know what I just read. Like, if I ran into somebody at a party and they told me they were a power engineer, I'd be like, cool. I probably wouldn't have any (laughs) follow-up. I'm sure it's an important job, and I'm not trying to downplay this, but there's probably other people who are in power engineering are like, what? That is not the way power engineering is. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. Clearly, Garntech needs to offer a power engineering course because... No less than about 20 people have confirmed what that other power engineer said. Uh, Get paid six figures to watch Netflix and read books. Now that I've Googled and you've sort of explained it to me, I get what a power engineer is. I've just never heard that term before, really. But many of you, that is your line of work. Somebody just texted, Garner, power engineer here, can confirm the movies. It's like being a firefighter. Nothing is good, but when it's busy, it's busy for 12 hours. I'm in the gas plant operations side of the field and feel guilty getting paid some days. Uh, Crystal says, my stepbrother is a power engineer. That's exactly how he describes his shifts. He sits and watches Netflix his whole shift. He's basically just there 
in case there's some type of emergency, and that's when he has to spring into action. Okay. Oh, and to all the people who, uh, ah, did it take away from the meaning of the story? I, most people pointed out that I said Brazau, Brazu County, that I said it wrong, but a couple of people were angry about it. I, I see the sign all the time, but I don't say it out loud as I drive by. So that's the first time I've ever said Brazu County out loud. And now it sounds weird the way I'm saying it. Oh, somebody else on another topic altogether. I was saying I, I was listening to a podcast about a string of violent armed robberies in Toronto back in the 60s. And the one thing I learned listening to this was that back in the 60s, bank tellers used to be armed. Like there used to be guns scattered around the bank, handguns, so that if a bad guy came in, they could uh, protect the bank's money, you know, with their own lives. That's crazy to think that there was a time that you could actually expect, you know, a condition of you being hired was, do you promise to protect the bank's money with your life? I got this text, and this is nuts. It's from Zach. Good morning. I worked in Texas for a couple of years. I set up a bank account at a local bank, and one day while I was at the teller, I asked, hey, what are these holes in the front of your booth for? She said, well, if this was 25 years ago, that's where my shotgun would have been pointed at your chest. It was a little weird for my Canadian brain to handle at 21 years old. You would think that at some point, if they're not pointing shotguns through the hole anymore, you'd think that maybe they'd, I don't know, hang a picture of the president in front of the hole, maybe put a plant there or something, cover it up. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Like, I've heard the term power engineering before, but I had no idea what it was. And uh, about 50 people have now explained it. Sounds like important work. Yeah, I'm glad there are people out there that know what it is, know how to do it, and do that job. Mm -hmm. Because it sounds like it keeps our lights on. Yeah, Um, and gas plants running, and you know. But uh, my eyes are going crossed just (laughs) reading. I just, my brain can't function this way. I but the one thing that keeps coming in over and over again is they're all like, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of sitting around and watching Netflix. It's a lot of reading books. But then when it gets busy, it gets stupid busy. Yeah. If all things are going well, they're not working. Yeah. They're only working if it's going sideways. Nicole says, my dad took power engineering at Nate back in the early 80s. He looked after boilers, etc. He loved it. As a kid, though, I never understood what he did. Too complicated. How many of us... Well, you and I probably are, are the exception because we both understood what our parents did, teachers. Mm-hmm. But there would be a lot of people growing up, you probably had no idea what your mom and dad did for a living. Like it was probably just, uh, they go to work in a building thing, uh, they have a briefcase. Yeah, even on Take Your Kid to Work Day, you still weren't really paying attention or really have much clue what's going on? No, you're just happy you got sprung from school for the day. More or less. Yeah. Maybe you got McDonald's for lunch. That was the highlight of Take Your Kid to Work Day. Probably. 10029, if you want to text the show, you can call Sonic, too, at 780-423-1029. I think especially, too, in this particular area, this part of the world, there's probably a lot of people who their kids were like, oh, yeah... Yeah, my mom, my dad, they just work in the patch. Like they would just, they might be an accountant. They might be uh, an electrician, but everybody worked in the patch. Yeah, they work in oil and gas. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) 
but what do they do in oil and gas? Yeah, it's a pretty broad thing. Oh, yeah. Are they a downhole rigger? I don't even know what that is. Are they a B-pressure welder? Are they a power engineer? Mm-hmm. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We're talking about what your parents did, like for a living, what their career was when you were a kid, and did you understand what they did? For, for you and I, it was quite simple because we understood. My parents were teachers. Uh, yours, your mom was a teacher. Yeah. So it was easy to understand what they did, but there's a lot of people who are texting. It's like, I, I, they just went to work every day, came home dirty. I don't know what they did there. And still don't. And still don't understand. Uh, this one, when I was in elementary school, my dad was a Greyhound bus driver. He came for career day. He brought a whole bus. I was the most popular kid for one day. Oh, power move. Come wheeling into the school parking lot in a Greyhound bus. A bus with a toilet on it? Oh, my God. Blowing those kids' minds. Uh, growing up, my dad had many jobs. I remember him working at Canada Post, then as a bus driver, a taxi driver. The best one was a limo driver. He often used the limo to drive me to school. It was the coolest thing ever. Imagine the stairs you get being dropped off at elementary school and high school in a limo. Okay, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, that's how you separate yourself from the herd, especially in high school, being dropped off in a limousine. Ooh. Uh, my dad was a higher up at a bank in Toronto at the main office. We visited the vault. Ooh. Uh, I wrote back and I said, were there stacks of cash and gold bars and priceless emeralds piled up in the corner? Uh, Dave said no, but we did get to hold fat stacks. Okay. That's pretty sweet. I remember, yeah, take your kid to work day when your parent is a teacher. You're just getting... Is that supposed to be an exciting day because you get the day off of school and get to do something different? It's a grade nine thing. Yeah. So... I just went from one school to another school. Yay. Man, I had no interest in that career. I couldn't do it. But no, neither... Didn't rub off on me either. But the gym teacher idea. I thought for a fleeting moment, ah, man, I'd love to be a gym teacher. That'd be fun. But what is the sweet spot of teaching gym, though? Like, what is the age group that it would be fun? Because I think once you get to junior high and high school, oh, I don't know. Junior high, all the kids would be trying to show off for one another, and they'd probably be wangs. Yeah. High school, at least you get to do the fun things. Like, I remember doing bowling and kayaking in high school. Oh, yeah, geocaching. That was fun. Yeah. But I would think elementary is probably the sweet spot for teaching gym because they're amazed by everything. Oh, you're, yeah. You're playing floor hockey with those felt pucks, just ripping clappers. <laughs> Kids are in awe. <laughs> you can throw a ball overhand. <laughs> you're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We're uh, talking about, I don't know, what your parents did when you were a kid. Did you understand what they did for a living? Did you ever get to go to take your kid to work day? Hmm? This person says, my dad worked at CSIS. We sat take your kid to work day out. What? Spies can't take their kids to work? That's one of those things, too, that as a kid, you probably had no idea how cool your dad's job was. Working at CSIS? If you don't know what CSIS is, look that up. C-S-I-S. But do it on somebody else's computer. Uh, you there. Go ahead. Hi. Hey, the, the stories about your parents and what they did when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so my dad used to own um, a Coca-Cola distributing company. So I used to tell people that he would sell Coke by the truckload. <laughs> oh, boy. He, he didn't like that very much. No, but when you're a kid and your dad owns a Coca-Cola distribution company or whatever it is, you would probably be one of the most popular kids in school. You'd be right up there with swimming pool kid. Well, maybe a little. Um, I don't. I don't touch pop now because we were raised on it. It was disgusting. Yeah, but, but as a kid, all the other kids would be like, "So we can just come over and drink all the Coca Cola product we want." Yeah, exactly. It was all expired. <laughs> What was the hierarchy of popular kids, though, back in school? I would guess you would have been right near the top, being uh, the uh, the daughter, the child of uh, a, a soft drink baron, swimming pool kid. Who were the other popular kids? Oh, those, that's a good one. I don't know. Those were probably the top two. Maybe. Unless somebody's dad and mom owned a go-kart track or an arcade, maybe a trampoline park. <laughs> yeah. A candy store. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Same music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.